Hello and welcome to the inaugural relaunched episode of the Fire Department University podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm here to take you back to school. Hello and welcome back to the inaugural relaunch of the Fire Department University podcast. We have, uh, haven't recorded anything for a couple weeks. We've taken a lot of our stuff down initially that we uh, posted you know, since August, and we just wanted to reevaluate and, and kind of reformat our, our goal here with Fire Department University podcast. We want to get back to our, our history of the firefighter. And those of you that have been in the fire service for a long time, or just getting into the fire service, hopefully you'll appreciate this. But a lot of it is history. It, it's created a, a foundation that we are following at this point in our careers and in our life. And I am a huge history buff. I, I love all kinds of history, whether it's from war history to the, the building of a country or a nation type history. Anything under the sun history-wise, I love. And that definitely pertains to my love of the history of the fire department and what makes us what we are now, fire service. And one thing that comes up, too, is the history of the Maltese Cross in the fire service. And and that's what today's episode is going to be about, is the history of that. Because, again, we wear it on our shirts it's on our fire trucks. It's on hats, patches, stickers. It's all over the place. And people look at it and they know when they see that, that's something fire service related. But what about us as firefighters? Do we know the real history of the Maltese Cross in the fire service? And you have to think, and I'm going to quote Marcus Garvey here when it comes to history. A people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. And I like that quote because it holds true. Because you can wear the uniform with the Maltese Cross on it. You can ride in the fire truck with the Maltese cross on the door or on the side of it. But do you really know what where it came from? And the people that wore it in the past to make the foundation of the fire service that we're in now, a lot of people don't. So why we're re- reformatting this entire podcast is let's start from the basics. Let's go from a historical aspect of it and work our way up into the topics of fire attack, incident command, things like that. But let's start where we need to know, why are we wearing this Maltese cross? Where did it come from? How did it begin its origins really in the fire service? And a lot of history, people have obviously paved the way for us. And when it comes to this, the Maltese cross, the people that wore this cross back in the old, old days, probably had no idea that it would be used as such a heavy duty symbol to today's fire service. It is a very symbolic cross that's out there. But it didn't always have its origins in firefighting. The Maltese cross didn't become a symbol of a country, a sovereign country, until 1530. So prior to that, there, and you have to think, you have to go back and, and remember that as long as humans have had a organized civilization, whether it's been in the BC era to the AD era, throughout history, there's always been a group of people from those civilizations that took a vow to lay their life down to protect civilians from fire. And a lot of times it was the military that took on that, that oath to protect the civilian population from fires and to prevent the civilization that was built by these this, this culture, these people, to protect that with all their might and even their life when it comes down to it. Very much like our fire service today, that we are, as firefighters, willing to take a oath that we are going to respond to people's emergency on the worst day of their life. With that said, it's very, it's very intense of a feeling when you think 
when I'm going to this particular call and I'm willing to put my life up as collateral for whatever this emergency is, especially when it goes to or comes to firefighting, that it kind of puts you in a different mindset that you're not really thinking about yourself at that moment in time when you're going into this call or this fire that you're going to um, try to extinguish or save anybody that's trapped. You kind of get this like feeling of, I have a job to do. I'm thinking, what am I going to be rolling up on? And if we look back and think back and try to put ourselves in the place of these individuals back in the day who took on this oath of protecting their organized civilization from fire and the people from fire, you wonder, did they have that same mindset? And I'm thinking they probably did. Not only were they soldiers to begin with in the military for that that civilization, but they also had another hat to wear of being firefighters. Now, whether they were called firefighters is a whole other thing, but this was their job, much like the fire service today, obviously. So let's take it back a little bit. Let's think back to the, everybody everybody should know or hopefully know about the Knights of Malta. The Knights of Malta with that Maltese cross is when they were established in 1530, okay? But prior to that, they were a hospital and they were known as the Knights Hospitaller back right after the First Crusade to the Holy Land, where Jerusalem is. And, and that's when the Kingdom of Jerusalem was established, that this hospital with some individuals from Amalfi, which is in Italy, created a hospital in that area to take care of Christian travelers, pilgrims from Europe that were traveling to the Holy Land that were impoverished, hungry, sick, injured, and that was what the point of the hospital that they set up in the kingdom of Jerusalem was. But over time, the individuals that were traveling this long, long road from Europe to get to the Holy Land to worship, they were being attacked by bandits on the road as well. They were being murdered and or robbed. So the Knights Hospitaller was created as a humanitarian effort and a military organization under a papal charter that the Holy Roman Emperor of that time granted them. So they let them basically keep up the funding for the hospital and also allowed them to be established military organization. And the established military organization was to protect the pilgrims from Europe that were coming to the Holy Land to worship. Now, when the Knights Hospitaller, which eventually would become uh, renown as the Knights of Malta down the road, many hundreds of years later, but the Knights Hospitaller was created around the same time the Knights Templar were. And the Knights Templar were more right out of the gate military organization to escort Christian pilgrims from Europe to the Holy Land. So they were right out of the gate more military, not really so much caring for the sick and injured. They were there to fight, basically. But after the Knights Hospitaller, were established, they kind of assisted the Knights Templar with certain fights and whatnot to protect the you know Christians from Europe coming to the Holy Land. But the Knights Hospitaller adorned themselves in almost like parade-type garments. They wore long capes, they had a certain color code that they wore on their uniforms, their shields, their, their armor. So it, it really sent a big message of, whoa, the Calvary is here, when you go with that saying. The knights are here to protect us. So as they went through time, they would fight the Saracens um, based off like Ottoman Turks and whatnot when that empire was around in that time frame. But the Saracens used a type of weapon during the warfare against the knights. And this was obviously fire. And they called it Greek fire at the time, which is basically naphtha and whatnot, but it's it's a mixture. It's almost like a, it was almost like napalm for that era, but it was called Greek fire. And they would throw it down with buckets on top of the knights and obviously it would soak into their, their capes and their uniforms and whatnot. And they also would like build boats and ram them into the uh, knights navy and all that. And therefore, you know, shoot a flame or throw a torch into it. And then the fire going at that point. And what the knights of Malta were going to be known as, but what prior to that, 
their reputation and that cross that they would begin to wear meant that they would lay down their life for obviously their their god the people that worship their god and the protection of i guess the weak you can call them, and the, the the sick and the injured so but during war when they were thrown with that naphtha and they were set on fire by the enemy they basically those capes not only acted as a very very elaborate garment for their fighting and their uniform but it also acted as a almost like a fire blanket and they would take it off and try to put the fire out on their their comrades and or their fellow knights and then also try to put the fire out that was burning whether it was at the wall and their in their battlefield what they were protecting they would use those capes to try to fight that fire and hence why the knights of malta became known as really firefighters of that time because of their their selfless act of running in to a bad situation already when their fellow knights are on fire for example and grabbing them and saving them and trying to put the fire out on them and also putting using their capes or whatever they had to put the fires out of the fort they were protecting or the area that they were protecting so that's really what like always comes up when you when you do any kind of research on this topic you always think, and that, that's what's really going to come up, is the Knights of Malta, the Maltese Cross. How is it? It's part of the fire service tradition and all that. And it absolutely is. But we have to think, what does the Maltese Cross really look like? If you look at the true Maltese Cross, it has eight points. And these eight points on this cross represent the eight obligations or aspirations of a knight. And just to read them off to you real quick, the, um, the eight obligations or aspirations were to live in truth, repent one's sins, give proof of humility, love justice, be merciful, be sincere and wholehearted and to endure persecution. That's what each point, if you look at the real Maltese cross, what it indicates. Now, doing this research for this topic, I was coming across a lot of topics on the Knights of Malta, even the the country of Malta in the Mediterranean outside off of Italy's coast has their own website about the history of the Knights of Malta, Knights, Knights Hospitaller, the, the really far back history for those knights that were would become to know, be known as firefighters. And with that said, they not only are... It, is that cross known throughout fire service worldwide, but it's also known throughout the world as a humanitarian symbol because Malta still does humanitarian work all over the world. And they wear, you know, vests or shirts or whatnot with that Maltese cross on. It doesn't look like the fire service one that we're used to seeing, but it does represent the initial and the original Maltese cross that they wore hundreds of years ago, back when it was established. So, but again, going back to the, the research I was doing for this episode, not only did the Maltese cross pop up, but another thing kept popping up too, St. Florian's cross. And a lot of what I was researching and finding is the American fire service cross that we wear on our uniforms and on our fire trucks is more, is similar to the St. Florian's cross. So regardless though of what cross we want to call it, I'm telling you what, it might actually be more along the lines of a St. Florian's cross, but I'm still going to call it the Maltese cross because that's what I've heard my entire career and ever since I've been in the fire service. So yes, it's interchangeable at this point, I, I think. So I'm always going to call it the Maltese cross. But just to kind of go back to the a little side note to history is who is Florian? Well, Florian was a Roman army officer back right out, you know, in the AD era, obviously. And I'm going to do a future episode about the history of St. Florian as well and why he became the patron saint for firefighters and, and the history leading up. But Florian was a Roman army officer, and not only was he tasked with military orders, but he was also tasked with finding a group of other Roman soldiers to create a basically a fire brigade to protect the 
civilization and the areas that they were assigned to and stationed at. So not only was the Maltese Cross a huge part of it with the, the Knights of Malta using their capes to fight fire and put their, their fellow knights out when they were fire during battle, but also it goes back, like I said earlier, ever since there's been organized civilizations for humankind, there's always been a designated group of people that were willing to lay down their life to protect people from fire. And that's what it goes into when it comes to the Maltese Cross and the history of it. So we wear it with pride. We we look at it, and, and anytime you look at it, you should hopefully get a smile to your face like, that's right, I, I earned that through the training, the schooling I went to. Wear it with pride because when people call me, I'm there to have compassion. I'm there to help that person out on their worst day of their life. I'm there to lay my life down if necessary to save somebody else's. And that's the thing that I think a lot of things, a lot of times is lost with the fire service nowadays is we forget to look at history. And like I said, history, if you go and and just read a couple books about it, or even just a couple online articles about it, it, you you have more knowledge about where you came from of why you wear that uniform and that, that cross basically. So again, the point of this episode is to kind of go back to the roots of the fire service here. Now, when, and, and if you look at any old, old fire department worldwide, European, you know, you name it, doesn't matter where, but if you look at it and they have that Maltese cross in there, you can kind of look at their badge or their patch and compare it to an American fire service cross and look at it. The ones that are like older badges and symbols for that fire department that have been around for hundreds of years, you're going to see more of like very sharp edges on their Maltese cross. When you look at the American Maltese cross, it's more, it has the eight points, but it's more rounded on the four leaves on each side of it. So that's more along the lines, like I said, it it seems to me, looks more like the Florian, the St. Florian's cross. But again, it's interchangeable. I'm going to still call it the Maltese cross probably till the day I, till the day I retire or the day I die, whatever. But the, no matter what it looks like, the cross is the cross and it symbolizes that oath a person took to protect that community and that, that group of civilians in the community that they're in. Regardless, we all wear it. We all take pride in it. I hope we all take pride in it. But I just wanted to kind of do this episode and and it's a brief episode, really. Episodes in the future are going to have, we're going to have guests host on here and that's probably going to be more of what the topic is going to be about if we have our subject matter experts on here but this is just a, a an intro to the the reformatting of our podcast and and we hope that you you share this with people on your facebook page get a, get people to start talking about it and, and following us because we're gonna have a lot of other great stuff coming up and not to mention we still have our other two podcasts on the side that are that are great and my true passion is hazmat so we have the hazmaticians podcast which we're kind of reformating reformatting that in a way and we're going to be hopefully launching that in the next couple weeks we might even hold off until uh january of 2020 before we launch that just to make sure that we have everything in order and and we have a solid platform the other one is the hazmatician chronicles where we highlight a chemical or a case study for a certain chemical where something went wrong and we talk about the case study itself and then we talk about the actual chemical and the safety aspects of that and the characteristics of it from like a NIOSH guide standpoint. So that's that's what we have going on here. Hopefully you took something out of this, learned a little bit of history about what, what we do and, and why we do it. Um, it's going to be a few more episodes of history aspect of the fire service, but I, I figured why not come out of the gate with the Maltese cross and the history of it. So I want to thank you all for listening. We're This is one thing that I absolutely love doing is the podcast aspect of it. So hopefully that this will be something that we can 
really get a lot of people following us. And and if and if we're dead wrong about something or I'm dead wrong about something, send me a message. I'm I have my ears are always open about it. I, I'm more than willing to hear what you have to say. And you know, if I left something out or was wrong about something or a little off about something, let me know. And you can go to our fire department university Facebook page and message us. All right. So thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode. 